1: Who let the dogs out? Who? 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 Who let the do-
3: second amendment radio and the great outdoors my name is bo matthews and the reason that song is playing is we are a week away now from the big dogs poker bash to benefit the eureka police officer support fund mark cox is on vacation so he is out uh, but we're 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 gonna do okay i think we're gonna fill up the show just fine we uh, ha- actually have a field trip on the show carl what um, yeah i did a field trip this week and what when am I-, I
4: gonna say pew pew
3: Uh, I think I just did. uh, Yeah. All right. Check. Box checked. Um, (laughs) Anyway, no, I went to Razorback Armory uh, on uh, Wednesday and picked up uh, the shotgun donation that they did for the poker bash. So we're going to talk to Jesse. And I don't think I've ever recorded a conversation with him in the store and it was fantastic. Got to meet a couple of customers, um, and uh, and got to hear about some of the cool things that they're doing at Razorback Armory. So, in the next segment, the second segment of the program today, it'll be a field trip on Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. Uh, you're going to hear about uh, the Poker Bash quite a bit, and I just want to I just want to put it out here because the big push is on. One of the greatest memories of last year during COVID, during the pandemic. We did get our uh, big dogs poker bash in. The fifth annual happened uh, when there was a window of time that you know kind of everything kind of relaxed a little bit. The funny thing about it was the fourth annual happened the day of the big uh, warning. Matter of fact, we had law enforcement and, and emergency per, uh, personnel at the poker bash, and they got the call. That day, it was I think January or February, I think it was February, they got the call that they had to leave to go to a major meeting going on for first mm-hmm. responders um, and you know, medical. That's when all the big wave of information was coming out. That was right before. So we got the game in right before the pandemic and then right uh, as it kind of a- eased a last year. There was a dip. And we fit it in. And last year, the fifth annual was a record. So I would love to break the record. Um, And so with uh, hard information about this, first of all, let me just explain this. Uh, The Big Dogs Poker Bash is I mean, a lot of people have been getting together with neighbors and friends through the pandemic, playing cards, playing games, things like that. So you think you're better than you actually are. Oh, that's when you play apps. That's when you think you're... <laughs> but uh, the great thing about this is it's a relaxed game. The food is fantastic. The people are are fantastic because they're supporting our law enforcement. And it's just a great time to get out at a beautiful location in uh, at Brookdale Farms in Eureka. We're doing it again this year. I would love to beat the record that we set last year of the money that we're raising for law enforcement and their families in Eureka. Kim Mayer is kind of the driving force behind this. Her husband is the president of the Eureka Police Officer Sport Fund. I'm a vice president. Jamie Bone is a vice president. What is your title? You're the treasurer, aren't you? No, I'm actually the administrator. I'm sorry. Let's go with that. That sounds way more important. Uh, you, <laughs> have the, you have the big information. Last year, if you can remember correctly, how many players did we have playing Texas Hold'em?
2: We had 156 players last year. Wow.
3: Okay, so... We, we need to beat that. And we've got the space to beat that at Silo Point uh, at Brookdale Farms. Uh, Kim, uh, w- what is your favorite part of putting this on? Aside from it being a ton of work for you and the team that puts it together, what's your favorite part of doing it?
2: My favorite part is seeing so many people stand behind and support our men and women in blue. I mean, it is just absolutely amazing to see them come forward and donate and sponsor this event and then when it all comes together the work that we've put in for months ahead of time is just so worth it.
3: Yeah, it really is. And that's why I'm on board. I I don't I'm not a resident of Eureka like yourself but huge fans of the area. Of course, Realty Executives Premier is the uh, the organization that is really, you know, you know putting a lot into it plus a lot of your agents are volunteering which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um And last year, we had a silent auction that just was, it exploded. It was so huge, and we had everything from firearms to trips to everything included. But even that has already been beat out this year uh, by a record donation uh, by Jerry and Laura Kirk. Uh, Tell us about that donation and and how people can get more information about it.
2: Okay, this is for a four-night, five-day stay on their yacht down in Fort Myers. And it's a $21,000 value. Well, at least it was 21000 when they donated the trip. Okay. But now fuel has gone up. It's probably way more than 21000 Oh, no, you're right. And you're it, right. And it includes um, a full day, 12 hours out on the water. And it's docked uh, in a Marine that is basically two blocks walking to go to all the, you know, um, stores, uh, restaurants, restaurants. Um, Bars, grills, everything. Um, so it's just a great trip. We've, uh, we're setting the bid starting at seventy-five hundred dollars, yeah. and I've already got a couple people saying it's I'm I, I'm going to win this. So well, we'll see how high it goes.
3: You know, it, it is a a wonderful donation that they have made. It's an eighty-two foot yacht, I believe, uh, if I if I'm correct. Um, mm-hmm. And and it's it's up for is it up for four people or four couples?
2: Um six people. Six so three people. couples.
3: So three couples. And if you know, when you do like an excursion like this, something really fun, people want experiences. Uh if if couples three couples pool their money together, they could really get to a pretty high bid.
2: Oh, absolutely, because, I mean, it's going to be a trip of a lifetime.
3: And that is just one of the many things that we'll have. You know, and I've joked that uh, that the Big Dogs Poker Bash is really a giant silent auction item and a card bra- card game breaks out. But it really is both, <laughs> and it's efficient. Uh, a big shout-out to Saucy's. Uh, if Hillsboro they have donated the pork butts. Your son, uh, Charles, is going to be uh, doing the smoking, as he's done every year for it. Correct. Uh, we've got a bunch of Blue Owl. Uh, we've got uh, Red Door uh, Liquors involved. Um uh,
2: We've yeah, got, we've got Sarah's Cake Shop um, doing a dessert bar. We've got yep, uh,
3: Super Smokers super
2: smokers donating the coleslaw and the uh, barbecue sauce. We have Brown Jerry's um, Barbecue in Pacific donating his famous mac and cheese. Oh, boy. Um, and,
3: and I do want to point out that uh, Jerry Holloway, a former NFL player, is going to be singing the national anthem once again. And if you've never experienced that... It is one of the best performances you will ever. It'll it'll give you chills. There's no doubt about it.
2: Gives it gives me chills every year. Yep. Absolutely.
3: Uh, we are also going to have bounties on certain people's uh, head, including my own. And of so course. that that idea is if if we're playing cards and you knock me out of the game, then you win my bounty. And uh, so we're going to have a bunch of those. It's always a great time. We've got uh, some pistols we're going to be raffling off. It, it, it's just a blast. I just don't want anybody to miss it. So, Kim, if you would, uh, point people to where they can get reserved for their seat and, uh, and see more information about some of the donations that have come in?
2: Well, to reserve their seats, they can go online, um, type in on Facebook, Six Annual Big Dogs Poker Bash, And it'll bring you to the event page. And if you click on the discussion tab, you can scroll down and see all of our great sponsors, all of the silent auction items that are in so far. I've probably got 50, maybe 100 more silent auction items coming in um, between today and um, the tournament. Uh, And we've already got, I'm sure there's 100 items already posted. Anywhere from gift cards all the way up to the yacht trip. Uh, we've got a fishing, a guided fishing tour on one of Missouri's rivers or sp- um, streams. Uh,
3: yeah, stream adventures. So, and I'm going to talk about yeah. that later on the show. Um, uh, but to get tickets to reserve your seat, it's $50 online, $60 at the door. And it's really a relaxed game. It's not like going to a poker tournament at a casino. This is relaxed, but ran really well. Um, so uh, Eventbrite, is that where they're going to go for that? Yes.
2: Yes, they can go to Eventbrite and uh, look for the um, Big Dogs Poker Bash. And it's D-A-W-G. Just like fans. tattooed on my Correct. arm. Yes.
3: Plus we have shirts. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of a it's, – it's really not an ego thing. But I've always wanted to have the long-sleeve shirts with the tattoo Dog. emulated on it yeah dog so it's on there so uh, those are going to be available at the oh. event can they buy those online kim
2: no those aren't online because uh, it's a little bit difficult to get in there and get the sizes and everything you know for people to sure. order um and then there might be a lot of shipping and whatever so at the event only or they can come pick them up from my office um I don't know. You can give out my phone number online. No, 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 no. Just
3: (laughs) contact her through Facebook. We'll do it that way. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. Safer that way. I I don't know. But uh, we do want to mention. We always get this question. How old do you have to be to play the game?
2: Real quick. 18 to play and 21, obviously for alcohol.
3: Okay, and obviously, and uh, and spectators, you can come to watch the game, buy and play in the silent auction. How much is that? Ten bucks? Fifteen bucks? Ten. $10
2: $10 at the door, and um, that will give you your food and soft drinks. And um, then you can bid on anything. And if you want an alcoholic beverage, you it's a cash bar.
3: It'll be available. Kim Mayer, thank you so much. The uh, true power behind the sixth annual Big Dogs Poker Bash Sunday, March 27th. Hope to see you there. Coming up next, we're going to go on a field trip to Razorback Armory in DePere on Second Amendment Radio on the great outdoors. <laughs>
0: to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast.
1: All-star closer Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?
3: This is 2nd Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. This segment brought to you by Razorback Armory. It better be because I'm standing in their showroom right now, uh, a mile east of 270 on Manchester Road. And uh, walked in because I'm here to pick up a donation for the Big Dogs Poker Bash, which happens on March 27th, a Sunday. Texas Hold'em game. We'll tell you more about that coming up. Uh, But uh, I just walked in, and a meeting was just getting wrapped up. And uh, my new friend, AJ, how you doing, buddy? Hi, doing well. Uh, are you a first-time customer here uh, coming in for a silencer?
4: I've been here a few times. Uh, first silencer I'm getting this today.
3: And uh, what uh, caliber are you going for?
4: Uh, today I'm getting a 22.
3: Oh, very nice. Well, I'm filling the paperwork for a 22. Do you, do you <laughs> have multiple 22 firearms?
4: Uh, I do. I have a rifle and a pistol.
3: Something I learned. It can go on either one. It can. That, it's amazing. Uh, so how, how do you think the process was today for you?
4: Uh, the process today was smooth. It was yeah. great.
3: Uh, Jesse's a good guy. Knowledgeable. Absolutely.
4: Not arrogant. i picked his brains a few times. I've, I've been in here a time or two about suppressors. So. Yeah.
3: Good stuff. Well, yeah. AJ, nice nice to meet you. Yeah, Thanks nice for being a well. supporter of the Second Amendment. And we're arming America with right. Razorback Armory. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, Jesse is here behind the counter. And uh, Jesse, you didn't know you were going to be part of the show, but you are. <laughs> I'm going to clip that right on you, go ahead and clip that right on you. Um, And uh, how's things? Good. Very good. Thanks for arming America.
4: I try to to do my part.
3: We want to put out there, uh, razorbackarmory.com is the website. It really is. I don't know why I'm looking at my phone. Uh, but uh, great website and uh, you're doing I've seen a bunch of podcasts that you've been uploading Mm -hmm. Um, tell me what uh, what you guys have been doing or what's on deck for the next podcast have you planned that out
4: so actually we just released today uh, if you guys are up on social media uh, that we are doing a hiatus of the podcast because we're rebranding a little bit we're changing a few things up but one of the main things we did is we posed a question to all of our listeners and all of our followers is what do you want me to do a podcast on what are you looking to hear more about what interests you so that we may be doing a podcast directly for that
3: Gives them what they want, right? right. Yeah. So how, how can people uh, get that information uh, go to the
4: you? So they can go to the website, they can email us, they can just post on the, one of that social media thing, just go into that feed and, and make a remark. Um, okay. We've got our marketing team on that. Looking, uh, looking over those things and looking at trying to gain uh, some content, but definitely point it to our listeners, the people who have supported us, and maybe there's something they want to know about, want to hear about, and uh, we're trying to look at that.
3: Do you feel it's only been one way? You've just been putting out the information you thought was going to be right, uh, or have you been uh, contacted by people saying, "Hey, will you talk about this yeah. or that?"
4: So we have been contacted. We were kind of branding it as our frequently asked questions because we get frequently asked questions. Yeah. But I think there that's people who are coming into the shop. We're actually wanting to see the people who are actually interacting with us on social media, and maybe they have a different perspective than the people who are actually coming in.
3: Sure, absolutely. And uh, everybody's looking for answers. Oh, yeah. And uh, what's some what's a strange question? That somebody may (laughs) have. I want the I want the dirt. The dirt.
4: The dirt. dirt. Um, Really, it's kind of weird. A lot of people think uh, first-time gun buyers. They think that it's a really spooky process. A lot of people wanna, well, what am I gonna need to bring in to buy a gun? And, and how long is the process? And, and how much of my background do you need and everything? And we try to walk them through that process and say, hey, you know, Missouri resident, you know, if you're buying a pistol over the age of 21, you can't have any felonies, you know, any warrants, you know, harassing, stalking, all the questions that sure. you fill out on the form. We try to walk them through it and let them know. And then the, the the spooky or crazy thing is people don't wanna be on a list. I don't wanna be on a watch list. I don't right. want and and uh, actually answered a question for a suppressor customers. He never bought one because someone had told him that if his neighbors said that he was doing something bad, then in the middle of the night, they were gonna kick in his door and take all of his things. He honestly believed that and I was like, no, but I will tell you this. I don't care if you own a suppressor or not. If you've done something bad with firearms and the police deem you you know, it, it, it' a necessity to kick in your door. Sure. Owning the suppressor is not why they're doing that. Right, right. You know, I mean, it's I your said action. exactly. It's what you've done with it. I said, if you're a good, upstanding citizen, you're, you know, obeying the laws, you're doing what you're supposed to do, you're a productive American, you're going to have the same interaction I have with the police at Seven Eleven. How you doing, buddy? Thanks for your service. Right, Appreciate right. what you're doing. You know, yeah. um, but that's you know, then, then so those weird things that people kind of get in their head. And keep them from buying a gun or maybe keep them from looking at suppressors which is just misinformation on that
3: is, is that spurring from the red flag laws is that
4: i don't know if it's red flag laws or maybe you know whoever talked to them obviously was uninformed themselves sure. or maybe was you know just wanting to kind of make it scary but yeah
3: um and uh so what what is like the newest because every time i walk in here mm-hmm. i see something new uh the back wall that is below the actual razorback hog on the wall uh always seems like it's something different are these things that you are customized like uh, I, I will point out the one on the left of course you can't see it because this yeah. is radio <laughs> what the heck is that thing so this little that's one that's a right pistol here. isn't it so it
4: is a pistol this is actually a sig sour product okay um it's a 300 blackout rattler so it's a 5.5 inch barrel pistol has a pistol brace in 300 blackout, and it's called a Rattler because it's a 5.5 inch barrel and it'll pretty much rattle your teeth out. But (laughs) suppressed, nice weapon, compact, really packs up well. Um, Some of the other things on the wall, we've got the Strybogs. We did a video on that recently of the SP9A3, which is a full size. And you can find
3: these on your website?
4: uh, Some of them on the website and definitely come in. Uh, The inventory rollover for us is so fast, by the time I was to get pictures and write about it, it's usually gone.
3: You know what? Uh, Uh, But if they see
4: something, they can always come in and say, hey, I saw something like this and we'll try to get them.
3: There has been a huge push on gun sales. Although I did Mm -hmm. just read last week that gun sales were down in 2021 compared to 2020 nationally yeah not here at no, Razorback. Yeah, um no. do you think that there is a push when we see headlines like what's going on in ukraine
4: initially yes yeah. um i think a lot of people came in um it, it, it usually takes the people who are on the fence and pushes them over to, to want to buy right. um i don't necessarily know that nationally i know that local local news really picks up a lot of things with some of the carjackings and some of the home invasions and, and the different things that happen and when they realize it's in their neighborhood, it's in West County, I mean, it's South County. It's not, you know, it's very localized and it's getting closer to them. Those are the people who are looking at, if that happened to me, how would I protect myself? How would I protect my family, yeah. um, and that's that really spurs it too. Um, I think the national thing people worry about, ammunition shortages again, or something. You know, the long-term effects of what this could have.
3: We talk about uh, Razorback Armory being a gun concierge. Mm-hmm. You get all kinds of requests. You want some? I mean, you look at your back wall. That's extreme to me. You got some really cool stuff here. Um, what what is something that is like over the top that somebody's asked for and you've been able to supply?
4: Well we do one off custom guns. So yeah. if someone comes to me, we actually have a project in the works right now that will look like a gun that was milled and machined out of a bar of gold. And to me it's what? very gaudy. What? But the slide and Donald everything. Trump? Didn't he order it, that? No, no, it wasn't Trump. <laughs> but it will look like it will look like a bar of gold. We did it with a we used a the foundation of it is a SIG P three twenty. So it's very modular. Um, sent the slide to one guy I know here in the United States to mill for me. Wow. I've got the, the lower grip frame to a local company that I know that does some coding work. They also do laser work, so it'll all be done. This one will make our website. We're probably a month or so off from having it, but completely out of this world, decorative, crazy. I mean, yes, you could carry it and shoot it. I wouldn't because (laughs) of the cost factor involved, but we're making it not just pretty, it will be functional. And yes, you could absolutely shoot it. Uh, some of the other things are really functional things, like people are like, "Hey, I want a truck gun. I want something I can stow in my vehicle in case I needed it, but I have these these size constraints, and I want to you know be able to use this caliber. I want it to take this magazine. So we'll we'll look at what's out there and then try to try to fabricate something for them that works. A uh, big thing now is color change. People want to do certain colors on guns. Um, are, you, know, you bring yeah. that up. Colors on guns.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, are you for or against pink firearms? For you,
4: Bo. I mean, if you need one, I can...
3: I, I am asking I for got a guy. Like
4: I got a guy. Don't worry.
3: You. <laughs> <laughs> He'll
4: make that thing super... No, big. there's been the argument so, of whether it looks too much like a toy. So... On the toy argument, I could see it because I have a lot of guns that if if you went down a toy aisle at a store, there's an Airsoft or a kid's gun that mimics it because they're mimicking real guns. Or a pellet Yeah, exactly. Like um, I think for that personal touch, that flare... Um, because you have to treat all guns with safety, you know, with respect, you know, they're all, they can all kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, to give it that extra little um, piece of you, if you will, that yeah. it kind of makes it unique in your own. One of our favorite things that I've been doing forever with custom guns is, you know, you, you get to the gun range and you're pulling out your guns and your buddy's pulling out his and there's a guy next to you pulling out their guns. And the guy may walk up, well, oh, I got one of those, well, now nah, you really don't because... This is my gun because they did this to it, this sure. to it, this to it. It's this color. I had this trigger, you know. And then it, it does two things. A, you know, kind of one-ups the other guy. But it also shows that you know about your weapon. You you t- you didn't just go pick out, I like, I'll take that one right, right. because it's blue or something. Yeah. You know, you, you really got into building that gun. So it has a little bit more attachment to you. Um, and, and I you feel a little more pride in ownership. Oh, and yeah.
3: You do yeah. that all here, customizing.
4: Much as I can. Some stuff. Some stuff when we get a little bit further out of the box, I do have to get out and... Uh, employ and and bring in some other friends I have in the industry that do certain processes and certain work for me, but yeah, absolutely.
3: Restorations, you do that all Mm -hmm. the time, Uh, people uh, inherit a firearm, they want to restore it or something, you guys do that here?
4: Yes, so we do restoration and preservation services, big key factor. A restoration service is grandpa's old gun, looks a little ratty, This is a gun for you. It's a family, you know, you want to see it a certain way. Right. We're not necessarily telling you, hey, you put this money in this gun, it's going to be worth so much more. And actually, some guns I'll tell people do not restore, do not do these things to it it because of what it is. And that transfers over to our preservation services. When we want to preserve a fire, we want to keep that patina. We want to clean it. We wanna we wanna get everything off of it. But we're not gonna refinish the wood, we're not gonna re blue the metal, sure. you know, we're not gonna re engrave something. That could
3: devalue it, too. Absolutely would devalue value. Yeah, be
4: yeah. You know, but on you know, grandpa's old gun, when you want to see it just the way grandpa had it,
3: yeah.
4: that's a that is our full yeah. restoration.
3: Okay, uh, you guys still do consignments. Yes. Um and what is something rare in the consignment list today?
4: uh so anything, i've got anything a, that stands
3: out as the, ra-
4: the, the, the rare ones in back because i can't rare, put them out you know <laughs> i've got a <laughs> i got an hk p7 m13 nine uh, millimeter that's squeeze that's cocker well. uh Are beautiful saying, gun i don't, I don't understand <laughs> where <what> you're <laughs> <Exactly>. saying <laughs> yeah. um people in the gun world to know that's a, that's a pretty cool little hk um actually had a uh, really nice 586 smith and wesson six inch revolver come in i uh, just sold that one here about an hour and a half ago they don't last long, do they? Not the good ones, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. and, and honestly, the rarer ones are the more unique the ones. Um, I got a list. I'll make a phone call or two that I know people are interested in those things. We'll try to bring them in and, and let them see those.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's there's Second Amendment supporters, but mm-hmm. there's also been collectors like Absolutely. car collectors or yeah. Pokemon collectors or Beanie Babies like you did.
4: Exactly. Yeah, you got them all. I got every one of them. <laughs> Princess it's down, Di. It's down in the basement. You see my eBay account. I like it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, so the other reason I stopped by is I really wanted to see the firearm and pick up the firearm mm-hmm. for the uh, big dogs poker bash march 27th you can go to beau matthews on facebook and uh, get to the eventbrite uh, uh, link and that's going to get you where you can get your tickets to reserve a seat and we are selling quick which is good uh, we had a record year last year and another record of last year we were like three hours into the game jess and i hadn't word the, heard the word covid at all I'm i mean not. it was like somebody said i'm like oh that oh. felt so good that little <laughs> three hour window yeah anyway uh brookdale farms is where we're having this tell me about this beautiful shotgun it's a home defense shotgun yeah. or i mean it's a shotgun it's a
4: shotgun so basically set up for home defense uh so it's a shorter barrel it does have your optics package on it pistol grip you know stocks we call it a mark five stock but pump 12 gauge shotgun uh um, um, really good for home defense, a great entry-level shotgun, but hopefully that something that, that your uh, players right, will want to put a little money in and, and give a, you know, give that money. They know it's going to a good cause, and absolutely. then they get a gun out of
3: the a Police Officer Support Fund. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we bring up uh, a lot of people choose a shotgun as a home defense weapon. Mm-hmm. What kind of shot do you prefer for home defense? Is it bird shot so it doesn't damage and go through drywall or something like that?
4: So it, it kind of depends.
3: Or and it every do it all? I think who was it? Was it Chris? Staggers Rob? them. <laughs> No, who was it that that did it? Was it uh, Chappelle. Chappelle? Chappelle, he did it. Yeah. He staggers the, yeah. the the slugs to the bird the shot. shot. Yeah. This one's going to hurt. hurt. Yeah. This one's going to get range. you.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it really depends. I mean, honestly, at close range, it doesn't matter. You're going to shotgun shotgun wounds and, and for defensive shotgun purposes are great. Um, my, my adage is, if it's bad enough to shoot someone, they need to be shot. Yeah. So you want to use something that is going to knock and knock down and stop the threat. Okay. So it's not a it's not a scare the threat. It's not a you know it's not a maybe harm the threat. It's stop that threat. Didn't and we
3: have a politician buckshot. that said shoot in the air once? Have you Have
4: you met him? He's our president.
3: Oh yeah, I've heard that of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> no, that's what it was. It, was it like, is. Like walk in the outside, movies. walk outside on the front porch and just let one loose. I'm sure the people in Ladue would love that, but. Uh, <laughs> but I, I feel stories. if it if you need to if you need to use a weapon, I feel that you know you you want to be trained on it. You want to know the safeties of it. You want to protect yourself. You want to protect your family, but you also want to stop that threat. And a 12 gauge shotgun is an excellent way of doing
3: it. Okay, so the one you're donating, thank you to Razorback Armory uh, retail on this particular firearm.
4: Uh, it should be right around three four hundred. Okay.
3: Beautiful. All right. Check it out. RazorbackArmory.com. You can, as I've mentioned before in the commercials you hear me talking about them. You can make an appointment to come in and talk to you or any of your crew. Uh-huh. Uh, are you still just four or are you five? Four. You're four. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not a big shop. Doesn't have to be. Uh, because firearms can be compact and That's small. Right. Uh, <laughs> RazorbackArmory.com. Jesse, thank you so much for supporting the Big Dogs Poker Bash, and thanks for joining me on Second Amendment Radio.
4: No problem. Okay. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
3: Tim Chelsvick is coming up next on Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Yeah. is music to my ears nitty-gritty dirt band wow I, I miss their stuff they remind me of so many people that are influenced by the nitty-gritty dirt band my next guest is a major country fan knows that song well and he knows the great outdoors second amendment radio on the great outdoors we welcome a uh, recurring character on this show tim chelswick how are you sir What's up, Bo? I'm good. Thanks for joining us on the show from Drury Outdoors. Uh, you got a lot of things going on with Drury Outdoors. What a dream life you have, don't you?
5: they are worst jobs to have out there for sure <laughs> <laughs> wow. yeah it's uh, it, it's awesome you know i get to oversee deer cast which is our uh hunting app and that's a that's a blast i get to see all the you know a lot of people are sending in their pictures of antler sheds that they're finding this time of year so it's it's cool to see everyone's success out in the woods and then we help people kill deer and make the most of their time in the woods so that's uh, that's a pretty cool thing to be able to do.
3: That's outstanding. And uh, and you guys, know, does DeerCast? It, it, I, well, I guess it since it's called DeerCast, it only regards uh, deer tracking and, and things like that. But is there any other uh, 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 different apps that you guys provide for let's say uh, turkey hunting? Since spring turkeys coming up.
5: Well, Drury Outdoors started because of turkey hunting back in 1989. Mark and Terry Drury down in Bloomsdale, St. John area uh, started. They they got a big old Panasonic camcorder and took it out and filmed their first turkey hunt. (laughs) And put it on a VHS VHS tape. tape that's, yep. <laughs> what, that's what launched Drury Outdoors back in 1989. And Turkey and, and, and Mark Drury is a is a is a championship uh, turkey caller, um, and made the circuit and had his own line of calls for a long time. Now we have the Drury Outdoors signature series of turkey calls that Hunter Specialties uh, produces. And so there and, and, and all of our turkey hunts from 1989 to present day. Are all in DeerCast. You can go in there and you can watch them.
3: Oh, okay. So DeerCast is the umbrella.
5: Yeah, there's there's videos. All of our videos are in there, including uh, the DeerCast Track app and the uh, the DeerCast Movement Forecaster, and and there's it's a social media feed in there too. And so it's it's got everything.
3: How how long has uh, Drury Outdoors uh, put out their own turkey calls? About oh, just about ten years, five I, years, a year. Well.
5: Uh, Mark Mark had his uh, the mad uh, mad turkey call line I don't know if I don't know it's it's he probably had that for 15 years or so and then uh, then divested from that and now now because we're partners with Hunter Specialties this is our second year with that DoD signature series and they're also I, I killed my gobbler last year using the box uh, the box call and the and the slate call
3: oh yeah so I was gonna deadly. ask I was gonna ask is that do they do the mouth calls as well?
5: Yep, yeah, yeah we, we have a we have a line. It's a it's a three pack of uh, DOD Signature Series mouth calls that Mark specifically crafted and, and cut to spec. And uh, so yeah, there we we got you covered. Like any turkey call you want, you can find in the Dang. DOD Signature Series. And,
3: and and with your experience, I mean, I know it's a it's a real talent to do the mouth calls. A buddy of mine does that. Um. Not everybody can do it. It's kind of like you know playing a trumpet. I mean, it's it's definitely skills. <laughs> yeah. Compared yeah, to the box. It, and I,
5: I thought I could do it, and then I started hanging out with guys like Ray I and Mark Drury, and I realized eh, maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs>
3: got a, man's got to know a nose. Limitations. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. uh So because uh, I'm thinking Duck Commander and the Robertson family, great family down in Louisiana. They've oh, yeah. obviously made their mark. Have you ever met any of those guys by any chance? <laughs>
5: I, I have not but 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 I, I've he- I've heard that they are like what you see is what you get like they are just as good and just as funny as they are on TV as they are in
3: person and and actually uh to, to, you know because we're gonna promote your podcast uh unashamed on YouTube is what their podcast is but I we have dinner with them almost every night uh because they're you know they're basically doing a Bible study which is beautiful but you know you interview a lot of people in the hunting world for sure maybe you know extracurricular stars that love to hunt things like that mm-hmm. one of my high Highlights of my career uh, behind the microphone is interviewing Phil Robertson. It happened about a year ago. It was phenomenal.
5: I thought you were gonna say coming on my podcast. It was yeah. Really?
3: The, the Thinking Woodsman is right there at number two. This is number two, solid number two. So you're number two. <laughs> oh, that's so mean. Way,
5: way to pull it out.
3: <laughs> I try. I try. Um, so one of the other reasons our theme song coming into this segment was fishing in the dark, which can be dangerous. But let's talk about <laughs> our fishing season opening. Trout season opened what a week ago or so, uh, and it's time. The weather, man, the weather's awesome.
5: It's gorgeous. Yeah. And trout parks are, are kind of, a, you know, they're they're really unique to Missouri. They're, not every state has has a network of trout parks like we do. And I, I grew up in Illinois. And so when I came to Missouri, my, my buddy was like, we got to go to Montauk. I got to show you this place. And I was just fascinated because I grew up with muddy streams and you couldn't see the bottom and we didn't have trout. And uh, Missouri really has a really interesting and 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 rare um, resource in our trout parks. And, and yeah, they I mean, they're, there, I don't know if everyone know, realizes that most of them are are open year round. They just have like the regulations are different. Like you maybe can't fish certain areas, or maybe they're fly only, or but but kind of the big opening day is here in March, and so I know people kind of go and like it doesn't it doesn't really. Uh, attract me to go stand shoulder to shoulder and (laughs) untangle my lines from the guy standing next to me some people love that they love the camaraderie it's like duck hunting almost you know hang out in the blind with a bunch of other guys they're like standing shoulder to shoulder uh, and so it, it's, it's cool there are those people that like to get out, and it's almost, it's almost a, a holiday for them to get out and go do that.
3: Well, you know, Tim, uh, Tim Chelswick, by the way, from uh, Drury Outdoors is my guest. I've actually met his family. He's a great father. He's a great husband. Um, yeah, but in addition to being a great hunter, um, I know your kids are involved with uh, the deer hunting world, but do they like to fish?
5: Yeah, yeah, they, they absolutely love to fish, and that's kind of how they got started in the outdoors. And, and it, it, it's a great thing. We've got a couple local ponds that I, that I like to take them to, and it's just a great time for us to chill out. What I've learned as a dad, as someone who's a, a nut about fishing, I need to leave my fishing rod at home. Oh, Because yeah. I, I'm still, like, I still want to fish. I still want to, f- and I focus too much on myself, and I just realized I gotta leave my rod at home, focus on the kids make, you know, help them have a great time and uh, and that's that it ends up better for everybody.
3: You know what, that's a really good point that I'd like to make uh, a point of uh, my grandfather who I miss him so bad Clarence up in Minnesota uh, of course I never called him Clarence but uh, sure. I heard him say to my uncles because uh, he took us, you know, my cousins out uh, fishing up at uh, Malak Lake up in Minnesota, huge lake and uh, and he come back and, and I think my grandmother said, well, didn't you go fishing and I heard him say to her and my uncles when you take a kid fishing you take a kid fishing that's the job you know you just can't I mean you can't do everything at once you know yep
5: yep that's right now up in Minnesota did you ever fish with live leeches oh of course i'd pull them yeah. off my calves and i'd put them right on the hook <laughs> that's something that, that that those of us down here in the, in the southern you know more southern reaches of the u.s don't it, you know we used to go to wisconsin all the time and when you would hop out of the water on you know on vacation <laughs> you'd have to do a leech like like we check for ticks now here in missouri yeah you have to check for leeches because you find them yeah all over
3: i now can you get leeches at bait stores around here
5: do they yeah, ship them in yeah. or anything? Yeah, yeah, they 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 ship men in, but it's just it's more you know guys fishing for walleye and stuff up north that leeches and smallmouth leeches just tend to be a little more prevalent up there, I think.
3: And they're stronger to hang on the hook. I always hated doing the worm on the hook. I mean, I know that's traditional, you know, uh, cane pole and mm-hmm. a line and and a put a worm on the hook, but I always lose the worm because uh, I I always I always cast too fast as as you know because I want to go the farthest. But, sure. but the mouth or the 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 sucker, the sucker of the leech, boy, that's a that's a, a strong piece of meat to hang onto that hook. <laughs> <laughs>
5: it is. <laughs> it's true. So people are tuning in for leech tips, then they tuned into the right show.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know, we cover it all here. Yeah, um all But right. the other thing I wanted to ask you, uh, Tim, as a great uh, hunter, father, husband, do you? Do you find what do you do when you're out in the woods all by yourself? Do you do you do you really cherish that time of quietness, maybe with the good Lord, or uh, do, do you do you take all that in?
5: I, I just had a moment like this. I'm training for an ultra marathon right now, and part of my long run takes me out on a trail through Rockwood's Reservation, Rockwood's Range, Beautiful. out in St. Louis County, and and I had the whole. I was out this past Sunday. I had the whole woods to myself. And I just had to like stop and and be. And I, I didn't physically stop. <laughs> Mentally, I stopped. And I uh, I was like, this is a really this is a really incredible thing to have this entire place to myself, mm-hmm. and just to be able to appreciate kind of what you know what's around me. And and I I really think like. When you go out into creation, you're recreated. That's where the root of the word recreation is, that you're changed, you become a different person, because you're coming closer to the author of creation. So a lot of us love nature for the sake of nature. I think we really love nature because we're getting closer to truth, and and, and I think that's God revealed through creation behind everything.
3: Dude, I just got chills. I never even thought of that. The, The word recreation... Is is augmented from the word creation?
5: Yeah, yeah. We we we've kind of we've kind of stripped it of its power. It seems wow. like like it's a hobby or something. No, I'm going to go out and have some recreation time. But it it really is is a powerful thing when you when you think about what it's supposed to do.
3: Man, that's powerful. Gosh, yeah. that, that's great, man. Uh, so so the answer is yes. You you because I enjoy my time. I mean, I could be leaf blowing in my in my on my property, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But when you can just sit still. Uh, maybe you're, maybe you're deer hunting, maybe you're running, I don't know. But you, when you take that moment and really take in what is around you, it is, it is just the most, it is the best quality time you can spend, uh, in your heart and in your mind. We,
5: we took the kids out, my wife and I on the deck a couple nights ago, and just looked up at the stars and, oh. and, and I, I, you know, I was sitting there with my daughter and I was like, isn't it crazy? We go to bed every night and this is just, you know above the shingles and you know the, the the rafters of our house we never come out here and look up just to, to, to witness this happens every night and we just don't see it to appreciate it and it's good to do that every you know you can't spend your whole life. With your, eye, with your neck craned to the sky, but it, it is good to stop every now and again and just kind of put yourself in in, in in your rightful place in the universe.
3: You know, I, somebody just sent me a diagram of how much time we spend with our faces and our phone, Ugh. and the diagram was, uh, of course, I, we're not even going to talk screen time because that scares me every time I get the little alert. Hey, by the way, you're up 24% from last week, yeah, uh, which is, it works out to be another full-time job. Uh, but uh, how much how much weight is added uh, at the angle of your head when you're looking down at your phone? You know, hey, second amendment radio on the great outdoors. This is just a reminder to look up once in a while and yeah. look to the sky. Seriously,
5: a hundred percent. I think I think you'll be a better person for doing. Just in general, I think we'll we'll be better people if we do those things.
3: It, yep. it is always great to catch up with you, Tim Chalzvik from Drury Outdoors. Um, how's the podcast going? You know, the one that I was on. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that one is kind of – it's kind of growing. Uh, it's kind of – gets it's dusty right now. It's got some cobwebs what? on it. But the 100% Wild podcast, I just – I'm struggling with time. And, and I've really learned like I've got to just be able to say no to some things and shut some things off, focus on what's important. Sure. The 100% Wild podcast that we do at Drury Outdoors, we just had T-Bone from, uh, from the bone collector on. He just had his leg amputated uh, about three weeks ago uh, due to uh, an aggressive cancer there. Oh Talk about an inspirational story and an inspirational dude. Um, it, that that was an incredible show. And so the 100% Wild podcast is rocking and we're getting some great guests and having some really great conversations
3: too. And, and uh, getting a lot of downloads of it.
5: Yeah, yeah, and it's it's growing. It's definitely Matt Drury and I are we're okay hunters. We don't pretend to be something that we're not. (laughs) So uh, people enjoy hearing the struggles and just kind of the honest, candid talk about hunting, especially hunting when you are hunting in the shadow of the likes of Mark and Terry Drury and some of the really big buck killers that we've got on the team. It's just it's an interesting juxtaposition.
3: Wow, you know what? That ought to drive people to your podcast. So, uh, uh, do you have a, a like a fan page for you personally for your uh, fitness journey as well
5: yeah the the thinking woodsman on facebook and uh, thinking woodsman on um, on instagram are, are the two best places and if folks are wanting a little help with their fitness that's that's another thing that i do they can just look up the legion of Woodsmen on facebook it's a private facebook group where i help people uh get take charge of their fitness and health Okay, well, in,
3: in this segment with Tim Chalzvic from Drury Outdoors, we did talk some uh, fishing, and I do want to mention, as part of the Big Dogs Poker Bash coming up on March 27th, uh, before we started this segment, uh, I I asked a proud beggar, and Drury Outdoors, uh, hopefully is going to get together a package of stuff to uh, donate to our silent auction and the poker game to benefit the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund. Tim, I did uh, just text you some documents, too, uh, regarding that. I also wanted to call out uh, Brian Wordle. He has a company called Stream Adventures, and if you want a private chartered fishing experience, uh, you know, Jeff County, Franklin County, uh, Lincoln County, he does them all. Uh, Jet boats, inflatable uh, rafts, all kinds of stuff. Uh, Stream Adventures has donated a private uh, half-day fishing trip that's up to two people, and it's worth like $350, and he guides you to where the fish Should be. (laughs) He says it's fishing, not (laughs) catching, as we all know, right? right? (laughs) Uh, That's the small print. But uh, anyway, so uh, hope to see everybody at the Big Dogs Poker Bash. More information, search on Facebook, 6th Annual Big Dogs Poker Bash, and it'll uh, be in Eureka at Brookdale Farms. Once again, our 6th Annual, going to be a great time. Hope to see everybody there. Tim, thank you very much for your time. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend, sir. Thanks, Carl and Bo.
2: Thank you. Mark Cox will be back next week. And this is Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. It is.
3: Have a great weekend. See you, boys.
1: All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?